Hey, Bob. Steve-O. How's it going? How are you doing? Oh, it's doing pretty bad. good. Was, uh, nice. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice 85 degree day down here in uh, in Austin. Beautiful, almost not a cloud in the sky. Just felt like the summer. Real nice. Do you bring that up because it rained in Maine all day today? Uh, I didn't. I did not know that, but I just bring it up because <laughs> it's the middle of November and we've got 80 degree days. But, uh, I'm not sure our listeners know, but Bobby texts me the weather in Austin nearly every single day of the week all year round. I don't know if he's trying to rub it in. Only, only the non-summer months. Only yeah, the non-summer yeah. months. So I start early right. in October and I go till about March or April. I guess that's unless I say says, it's hot in the summer. Because then if I say it's hot in the summer, then you're like, oh, it's, well, it's 110 here. It's terrific. Birdie hasn't been outdoors yeah. in four days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, where do we start? It's been a pretty eventful week so far around the NFL. Let's start with your boy, Alshon Jeffrey. Suspended four games, really, for the rest of the NFL regular season. Your thoughts? Yeah, that's, you know, that's bullshit. John suspended him. Where does he get off having the authority to suspend real NFL players? Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, wait, that's right. John didn't do that. That was Commissioner Goodell. Yeah. You know, Jeffrey clearly trying to make the most out of his contract year, trying to stay healthy on the field and took a few things that he shouldn't have. And, um, yeah, now that blew up in his face. It, it, and you know what? It's the... It doesn't even matter to me because I I think I texted you a few days earlier before it even happened that oh there's Jeffrey playing his hopefully last game of the year for me. Yeah, um, I didn't see. Did he make any excuses for it? Like I didn't know what I was taking, or somebody gave me something, or was it? Yeah, he he said that he was taking some supplements for like inflammation and. there was a substance in one that he, you know, he didn't do a good enough job checking. And I guess that's exactly what he tested for. So he, he came clean and, you know, he didn't pussyfoot around it at all. He just real straight with it, which, which is a good thing for him probably to do if, you know, you're trying to get somebody else to sign you next year. Probably don't want to be out there lying. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it'll be, so, yeah, going be very interesting to see. What's that? I'm just looking at your wide receivers going down your wide receiver depth chart. So you got Mike Evans, number one, Dante Moncrief, number two, Michael Crabtree, number three, probably, Chris Hogan, number four, Alshon Jeffrey, number five. Yeah, I, I, right. think, I think we're fine. That you know, I think we'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be very interesting to see who he signs with next year. I'm going I'm to guess right now he's going to end up in like Tampa Bay. Which not ideal having Mike Evans, but that would be a a team that would make sense. Yeah, some well somebody will overpay for him. Um, who needs wide receivers bad? I'm trying. I, I was looking the other day. I, I saw who had maybe Tennessee. Space. 
Yeah, they, they need him pretty bad, too. I don't know what their cap situation is. I mean, he's obviously cost himself a lot of money this year, but still going to take a team with some room. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully GMs realize he's a little overrated, a little injury-prone, and he's not really worth the you know, wide receiver one type of money. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're smart enough not to overpay for a guy like that. That's for sure. You know, they've they've yeah. they've watched them. They they know they, there's cheaper options in the draft. There's, especially there's a few studs coming along in this next draft for a wide receiver. So yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't have quite all the depth I had at wide receiver a little earlier, but um, you know, especially with Diggs gone now, but that Diggs trade. Paid some immediate dividends with uh, Legarrette Blount taking it to the Thugs on yeah. Sunday night. And if the Patriots had been smart yeah. in that game, they would have just given it to him four times at the one, and they probably would have won that game, or at least tied it and gone yeah. overtime. Yeah, that was an awesome game. Um, I'm glad you stayed up to watch for it, and hopefully other people on the East Coast did. It's just a really, really good game. There's been lacking great games in the NFL this year, so that was that was fun to watch, especially coming off that Pittsburgh-Dallas game, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was really bizarre. I mean, the whole sequence of events in the fourth quarter, I mean, Edelman with a rare fumble, and then the Seahawks going for two when they're already up, about to be up eight. I, I, I get it, but I still want to just going for one to make put the pressure on the Patriots. And then, yeah, the uh, the, the Patriots' <laughs> sequence of plays was just a disaster. I, I, I would have given it to Blount one more time. And uh, Yeah, and how Blount didn't get one more shot, get at least half those shots, just perplexing. And then, you know, if you're going to throw it, I don't feel like you can, especially on fourth down, you can't throw one of those fade type passes. I feel like it's going to be, you know, one of those like two yard slants to Edelman, you know, where he like runs straight ahead and then just like turns and heads towards the post, and you know they they crank one in there to him. Yeah, um, yeah. I think against most teams that fade to Gronkowski would have worked, but not against the Seahawks defense. They got such a good secondary, and who I don't know who was over there, Cam Chancellor. Yeah, he could match up fine with Gronkowski. If it was any other team, I think Gronkowski makes that catch. But uh, yeah, I would have done something to Edelman real quick. I, I, I would assume they would have some sort of gadget play. Uh, you know. Yeah, like what's your best two point conversion play? play? That's what you get. That's what you get to run. But like with Blount, like just like I just don't get when you when you bring everyone in tight and do this like jumbo package to run the ball. Why would you want more bodies? Or you're trying to yeah. put the ball in, like get four wide receivers out there, spread them out. Just yeah, there's going to be a there's going to be an opening somewhere. Yeah, yep, crazy. I I have a funny feeling we're going to see that matchup again in the Super Bowl. I just I think we're headed that way. Yeah, Patriots are happen. probably Super Bowl bound as long as they don't run into like the Steelers in the playoffs. I, I, they, they, can't, they can't run into a team that can score a lot of points because they, they definitely can't stop anybody. So Yeah, yeah. The Steelers are really the only team in the AFC that scares me. Every other team, as long as they're coming to Foxborough, I feel like we'll beat them. Yeah, Oakland, Denver, Kansas City, yeah. 
Yeah, Oakland. I Patriots. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a great year, but they're a year away. And you know, Denver. Denver just they can't score any points. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Garrett Blunt ruined the Suggs' chances of an upset. That game was really tight. You were nervous heading into that, and yeah, that trade saved you because he scored 18, and I think he ended up winning by. Uh, what seventeen uh, or something like that? So he scored. He scored twenty. But let's see. So 20. he scored twenty. But Diggs had six. So if I'd had Diggs still, so it's a that's a fourteen point swing. I would have beat you by one point, I guess. But it, wow. it would have been it would have been horrible heading into Monday night down eight points Two. or whatever it would have yeah. been. So, yeah, yeah, huge. Uh, I, c- I could have made it closer. I benched Curly at the last minute for Eddie Royal. Um, once I heard Eddie Royal was playing in at full strength, and of course Curly goes out and gets eight points, and then I got zero from Nick Folk, the kicker, so I didn't do myself any any good, which leaves me, I woke up to a text this morning, you, you accusing me of not uh, using all five of my moves, and I was just on yffl.com, because I could have sworn I used all five with the Thugs. I would have certainly picked up either a tight end or a kicker for this week. And I see what I'm looking at now. I, I, I picked up Terrence West in week one, but week one moves don't count towards your transaction. Right. So I did have an extra move, and I'm really pissed at myself now. Cause I would have loved to have yeah, it wasn't week. like, I, I figured it was an oversight, but at first I was like, well, at first I was like, because you know I'm the Merrymen lost to the Huskers, so I and I knew that was going to happen. Still ticked about it because I, you know, woke up first place in the division, went to bed in seventh draft in the seventh draft spot, half a game back of the Super Bowl playoffs. But so going into the rest of this divisional play, like I have to beat the Eaters next week, and you had to beat the Eaters this week. Because when the Eaters play the Buddies in three weeks or whatever, Kessler's on by, Derrick Henry's on by. Like anyone that would be there to give the Buddies a shot at an upset is gone. So the only way I can win the division is to gain a game this week and then me win out. And so I saw yeah, that. And I was uh, like, oh, no, he doesn't have a kicker. And I was like, oh, I went to your <clears> roster. I'm like, God damn it. He wanted Arian Foster to be on the front page for the cuts next year. This is, this is horseshit. <laughs> So mad. Then I see that you had an IR spot, and I was like, "Oh my god, he had an IR spot! I cannot believe this." I got plenty of guys that cut. Yeah, I just thought I used all five moves because I was counting Terrence West, and I, then I forgot that I picked him up before the season started, and I only used four moves. So I got. You, I you don't even need to do the counting. The, the the website counts for you. I don't trust those numbers. You don't trust those numbers. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> that I means know that's how many mean. moves you've used heading into the week. You, uh, so you you just do five minus that number. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, I go to the transactions numbers. page and my <laughs> I go to the transactions on on the team manager shows you transactions for the year, and I was counting back yeah, from if, that. If you look on the left side of the website and you go all the way to the bottom. It says YFL Classic, but just above it, it says waiver wire. And if you click on that, it'll give you the waiver wire order and the number of moves yeah. you have used. 
son of a bitch. That's better though. I mean, wow. Yeah. Let's hope this uh, this kicker scenario doesn't mess up something for you in the uh, the Super Bowl playoffs. And well, you have one kicker and he goes down. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a pretty bad kicker I got too. Uh, but newsflash: the Eaters are really good. <laughs> I had a great week with Marcus Mariota. I don't know if he ended up winning player of the week or not, but I was lights out. Uh, I jumped out to a huge – no, he had 26. Okay. I missed it by five yards. He was Mariota had 295 yards passing. But, uh, um, yeah, I jumped out to a huge lead on the Eaters, but then I realized I had a gauntlet of, of – Rivers and, and Gordon coming up at the 4 o'clock games, and I was coasting. I was in really good shape until about five minutes left in those 4 o'clock games. Vance McDonald magically got to exactly 50 yards. I'd never even, I didn't even know what team Vance McDonald played for. Tight end for the 49ers gets exactly 50 yards. And then Phillip Rivers racked up like, I think he had 16 points in the fourth quarter of that game because he went over 300 yards passing and had two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon went over. Uh, hundred yards, I think. So, about the span of five minutes, I was. Well, yeah, and you had um, you had what's his name? Uh, Antonio Brown was getting all that, all those points at oh, the end. Yeah, and then Antonio had, Brown, ten the points other guy, at the so end. He had ten points. So I think, uh, see, I think Kurt got like twenty something points in about probably a half hour of real life. And, uh, and you know what? What stinks yeah. is like I was rooting for those TDs to like Antonio Brown at that moment because I was you know trying to win the Merryman. But in the end, I'd have been better off with him not getting those points, just taking the loss because then you the Eaters would have lost and I'd still be tied for first. It's crazy how they all, everything yeah. ties back around. Yep. So the bean season came to an end just like that, and. Uh... And yeah, probably the Merrymen's too, and then the Eaters are just looking really, really good. Um, I really like that team. They're, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, they'll, they'll make it. They'll have a good AFC title game with the Llamas. It'll be it'll be interesting to see who gets the the wild card. Whether the Poop can hang on or the the Merrymen can rise from the dead here. Yeah. Uh, like the, the, the bear have to play the bear. You got to figure are going to play the llamas, tangs, and the refugees. So they they're going to beat the refugees, but they could definitely lose to the llamas and tangs. Yep. And I could definitely win two of three to finish, and I would own the tiebreaker. I don't know. It'll be interesting. And uh, over in the NFC, chickens continue to just cruise. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is he now front runner for about ten awards? Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's definitely. I mean, he won the Rookie of the Year when he got drafted number one. And how close yeah, like were every, Ezekiel Elliott to being a uh, uh, Merriman or Mallard again? A Mallard? Oh, it was just me being smart on a Sunday morning saying. Uh, Jeremy Hill's going against Denver on Monday night in Denver. He won't get any rushing yards. Oh, Amir Abdullah is playing some joke franchise. Let me let me start him. And so Abdullah got hurt or something. He finished with 47 total yards. Hill had two points on the bench. 
Yeah, they tied. Hmm. How they many tied. hours of sleep have you lost? How many hours of sleep have you lost in the past year just thinking about Ezekiel Elliott in a Mallard's uniform? That's killed. Me. I even offered Nick three first round picks for the draft to trade just to move up five spots, and he wouldn't do it. But that game was crazy. I mean, we've talked about it before, but I mean, he got, I think, 24 points in the fourth quarter out of Blake Bortles, just garbage time. But Ugh. at that point, I was getting blown out. And then uh, Blair Walsh had 19 points in the night game to tie it, but I guess he did miss a field goal or an extra point at the beginning of the game, which just another thing I could have broke the tie with. And it's still the first game in postseason history that has gone to the tiebreakers. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so... that, can, you imagine, can you imagine the Mallards right now with, with Elliott running around out there? Well, yeah, it'd be a, be a game changer for sure. I'd have I'd have 700 points on the season like already, with it'd be, it's just incredible. And I, I think I did out today. I'd be nine and one, and he'd be like six and four or something. But uh, yeah, the chickens are going to have a top three finish for scoring all time this year. Can you believe that they were in last place last year? It's uh, it's mind bottling. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and how is it that one team, how is that one team own almost every top 10 scoring record? It, it's unreal. Yeah, it's just year crazy. in, year out, they like top themselves. We delivered the chicken's eulogy last, just last year, and they're already back. It's going to take the thugs like five years just to rebuild, and he's already back, and um, it's just it's just crazy. Uh, you know, your sister Mary could comment to this, but it's like the Harry Potter, like the Order of the Phoenix, when the Phoenix thing just burns up, and then two seconds later, oh, there it is, that fiery bird again. Yeah. Like, I mean, Devontae Adams was left for dead. I think he was on the waiver wire earlier this year, and all of a sudden he's better than Randall Cobb. I mean, what the heck? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, Devontae Adams, that's who John traded Derek Carr to the Llamas for. After he, I traded him Derek Carr, he traded him to the Llamas for Devontae Adams, and he cuts him. And now he's – he must be right up there on the stats. For, well, he probably hasn't played in a, a lot of games, but – He's had one heck of a yeah. year. Yeah, he's back. Jimmy Graham's back. LaShawn McCoy's back. He picked up Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Drew Brees. These, is these are all guys. These are all guys he tried to dump on everyone this this yeah. summer too. That's the crazy thing. He tried to get rid of Brees, McCoy, Graham, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And Drew Brees is just immortal. I, I mean, I thought for sure he'd have. Uh, a pretty bad game against Denver ends up with 22. It's just like the Saints love to fall behind early, and then Drew Brees just passes the entire second half. And he gets like three touchdowns and 300 yards in the second half of the game. Just drives me crazy, and I got to play against it this week, and uh, I'm just not looking forward to that. But uh, well, it's a Thursday night Breeze game is, too, so he's, yeah, Brees is just but, creeping up like all these all-time like stats lists, and he's you're like, but you look back and you're like, was he really a great quarterback? Like, he didn't really win. Like, like from... he wins that much. I guess he's gonna be kind of like Dan Marino. Be remembered that way. Well, yeah, he's been doing this since since 
2007, and he's been playing since 2001. But yeah, he's a pretty damn good quarterback in real life, I guess. I mean, yeah, he's and he was the first guy to really break the you can be short mold. I mean, I guess it'll always be Doug Flutie, but you know, Russell Wilson might not get that chance without Drew Brees. You know, being out there being six foot tall. All right. Right. So, let me ask you this: Who, Who's the biggest disappointment, player-wise, in the WFL this year? Who's your Who's your one, top two or three? Uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be right at the top of the list. Yep. And um, let me let me look here. Would you put Would you put Steven Goskowski in that category? Yeah, you know, I used to pencil him for him and for like an automatic 100 points and crap. I don't, can't remember the last time he broke double digits. Yeah, because he's my kicker in about every other league, and I just get so pissed off at him. Yeah, it's been, it's been terrible. Potentially yeah, draft him early, and everybody everybody makes fun of me for either you know drafting a kicker earlier, you know, in the auction league, and I'm like he's automatic. He's like 10 points a week. And this week, yeah, this week he just sucks. So he's so in my top three. Yeah, I think it'd be like Gostowski, Hopkins, and maybe like Jordan Reed or somebody like that. Who's he's only got thirty points, which is pretty good for a tight end, but really felt like he'd have a seventy or eighty point season. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't think he's that big of a disappointment, and I'm not going to put anybody that's injured in here. So like. Eric Decker, I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count Des Bryant. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me see here if I can find anyone else. How about that news uh, yeah. yesterday that Christine Michael got cut? Yeah, uh, the writing was on the wall. I didn't get cut him. I thought they would just leave him a healthy scratch. Uh, yeah. Game days. But uh, CJ Precise, geez, that guy looks good. Looks really good. John just hit another home run in the draft. Didn't even know how to pronounce his name on draft day. And we'll be yeah, starting I, I, for the... I was, de- I was definitely hoping out of the, the who, of who I could back up between Rawls and Anderson. I was definitely hoping to get get him to back up Rawls, but John snagged him a few picks sooner. Yeah, he looked really good. He, he, still, he seems kind of skinny, but he was a wide receiver in college, yeah. so it kind of makes sense. So yeah, he said he started out like a safety or something, and wide receiver, then running back. He's gonna just be a like a third down back, pass catching uh, guy. That just, yeah, I mean, he made some incredible plays in that game, and uh, I don't know. He'll, he'll he'll be like a Shane Green. He'll he'll get his points. He's gonna be a good player. Yep. But, yep, definitely. Oh, so I got a question for you. So with. Yeah. You know, now we've got Super Bowl playoffs and play, regular playoffs. And I know the waivers are a pain in the neck to John or whoever's doing them, but do you think waivers should be extended through the regular season or or should we potentially look at at least extending the like waivers and maybe the trade deadline like one more week just to get us to the start of divisional games? I feel like there's always a lot of unknowns going into week 10 still. And then as soon as that's over and we're looking at the three divisional games, 
everyone really knows where they yeah. stand at that point. It just, it just, I, I, I look, I'd have to look at all the weeks that somebody couldn't start someone because they just didn't have enough, enough players. I've had that a couple times this year on the Thugs, just because all hell broke loose with a guy retiring, a guy getting kicked out of the league for beating his wife, guy getting benched, guy going on injured reserve. I mean, I'm just out here trying to field the team. I just, you know, I can't do it most of some weeks, so. I think we do need to uh, I mean, do something. Yeah, ultimately I, I know it's, not... it's a pain in the ass to to manage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did make it easier for John? Not... Go ahead. I mean, well, I I could always chip in and, and do it, you know, half the weeks or something. But when you start thinking about, not even just because it, you know, the thugs not having a kicker might affect me this week. It's just it's just always like something in one game really has a big effect on somebody else's team. And it's almost, you know, so everyone needs to, everyone needs everyone else's best effort. So they yeah. all have a really, you know, a fair shot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much emails are going back and forth between John and the guys doing claims, but I think to make it easier for John, you should have to spell out exactly all your moves. So if, like, my first option would be to pick up Tyreek Hill. If I don't get Tyreek Hill, give me Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt and Tyreek Hill is gone. Give me this guy. So it's just, like, one email from each owner so he doesn't have to go back and forth. Like, oh, yeah. somebody picked up Tyreek Hill. Who do you want? And, you know, waiting until Thursday morning. And, uh, um, you know, I'd even put in, you know, you get two days to put in your waiver claims, too, and, you know, shorten the period and just one email, like, because I'll do yeah. that to John. I'll say, Here, here's the thug's first move. Give me this kicker. This kicker's gone. I want this kicker. Both those kickers are gone. Don't make any move. So yeah. I think we should institute that rule so it's less work for you and John. And on the flip side, I think we should either extend it a week to week 11, even week 12, and possibly give uh, each owner one more move. Just It just seems like it's just hard for some owners to field a team. So, but I'm open yeah, to whatever. De- definitely. Uh, to keep the game yeah, competitive I'm, is all that matters. Yeah, I think all the games definitely need to be competitive. And, you know, like you and Kevin touched on it last week. Like, it was, you know, the brothers would have beaten, what was it, the Merrymen a couple weeks ago if they just made some moves. And he, like, made moves with one team but not the other one. It was <laughs> just per- perplexing stuff. But, again, like, yeah. you know. In the, but the silly thing was, is he ended up hurting the bear because he's letting the Merrymen hang around the bear, and he should have just knocked him out, been done with it. I think Bry just forgot he manages two teams. He owns two teams. I think he just forgot. He's just all in on the bear and forgot about the Memphis brothers. Yeah, you know, po- possible. It's, and I definitely get everyone gets busy, and they, it's the wife of El is not everyone's life, so. Yeah, I, I, w- I would definitely be – I think we should probably start with extending things like one week and just see see what type of difference it makes. I, I'm just interested and to see how much emailing John has to do each week to, like, sort out all these waivers because I can see a situation where it's like a chain reaction. Somebody doesn't get this guy, puts in a claim for this other guy, and that sets off the guy behind him who wanted that other guy. must be a nightmare. 
Yeah, it's it's not usually too bad. I mean, sometimes it just the thing that gets tricky is is the guys that are that aren't right on top of their email during the day or their text messages. Like they're a little harder to get a hold of. Those ones right. are kind of tricky. Um, and then the only thing that gets I find kind of tricky is a lot of times I'll want one guy on, let's say team A of mine is higher, but I, I want this guy on team B. But if I can't, let's say there's someone between team A and team B and I want, I'm not, I mean, it's a merry man the mouse. Let's say there's a team between them. Now that guy wants this player, but I want him, I'd prefer he was on the lower team, but if I can't get him there, I'd rather put him on the higher team. That's, it's foolishness, but yeah. that's I think that's that's the dumb stuff I put John through. <laughs> but he can always get yeah. me in about two seconds, so it's not usually a big deal. But yeah, a lot, a lot of so weeks I'll who- try to just send in a list of three guys and be like, hey, these are my three, and then I just wait till noon to see who I got. Yeah. So the llamas somehow got Rob Rob Kelly on their team. Didn't he draft him though, or he got him really early? Yeah, he drafted him this year. Jesus, how does he know about these? Guys? Oh, it's a Redskin. That's the Redskin. He knows his Washington. He knows his Washington Redskins. So what happened to Matt Jones? He's just not good anymore, or did he get injured? Uh, I think I, I think he was a little banged up, but he wasn't very good before he got banged up. Uh, he, You're he, talking he about him being like a Florida. They're talking about him being like a healthy scratch now. He doesn't even dress for games. Sucks all of a sudden. It's crazy how quickly guys cycle in and out of the league and out of in and out of favor. It is. It's just it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, think about it. Like, it's this crazy. is a, this is this is the thing John loves the most. Is you know, like we're talking about more waiver wire moves or like extending it. It would mean. We're fighting over just like scraps, just absolute scraps of the NFL rosters. Like, like there's like I think if you put us all in a room, we would have had a fist fight over like Ty Montgomery, and now he's back to being nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, Kenny Britt, like the gold of the WFFL <laughs> uh, waiver wire this year. Every Kenny Britt just sat out there. <laughs> It's crazy. Do you ever do you ever do what I do, which is like I always get a list going of guys I'm interested in, and I'm all, usually I'm like, well, I can definitely wait one more week on that guy, and then the next week comes and all of a sudden he's like the hot pickup or someone's a heady that grabs him and you're just like, ah, why didn't I just get him the week before? Or you're like, I'll prove it again, like you know, like Devonte Adams. I I kept looking at him and a couple other guys I can't remember now, but. I was just now I'm like, ah, dang it! Why didn't I grab that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's guys because I mean I I do watch a lot of football, especially the Jets game, and the Jets have a bunch of young receivers, Robbie Anderson and, and Jalen Marshall, that are actually really good. And if I knew I had a fifth move on the Thugs, I might have actually gone for Robbie Anderson because I think he's gonna be a pretty good player. And uh, yeah, so I have some guys that are fly under the radar. You just hope they don't start scoring touchdowns because that's when they start creeping up the list and uh, other guys grab them. But, uh, 
you know, just it's just with, with five moves, you got to be so careful. I, I just don't like giving up on guys early either. You know, I was talking to Kevin about this last week. I just with the beans this year, I only used a couple moves just because I didn't want to cut guys like Wendell Smallwood or, or you know, obviously not Will Fuller, but uh, you know, uh, even Robert yeah, Woods or, or, in the league two or three years, I or still going, think he might pan out. Or kind of going the other way, like if you're a team who's having, you know, let's say you're the refugees and you're having a terrible year. Why not dump guys that aren't panning out or your second kicker or whatever and, and pick up like the Tyreek Hills and whatever, just, you know, max out your moves at the end and just yeah. get some guys. Maybe they pan out or they're just more of your cuts for next year. Yeah. You know, unless you're a contender and you just can't find room, you should, Probably always max out your moves. Yeah, I just felt like this year was a, a scrap heap out there. I mean, I just didn't. I was picking up guys like Eddie Royal and uh, and uh, came and, oh, you know. It it was it was a scrap heap. <laughs> you getting excited for the Super Bowl playoffs? So this this would be your first appearance in them, right? Yeah. Uh, for yeah, I didn't make it last year with either team. I was in the no man's land, drafting eighth and ninth. Um, how does it work again? So the one and two seeds get buys to the semifinals. Right. Yeah. The two. So right now the brothers and the buddies would get a buy. The the buddies and the refugees are really battling out for that buy, and so the you know two uh, two worst teams get a buy. The other four play, and then you know then you play whoever. I'm looking at either. Four or three. Yeah, I don't think I'll improve oh, yeah, my spot right, at all. Right now, yeah, right now you would play the white guy. Uh, no, not the white guy. I guess you would play the Tangs right now. Jeez, the Tangs are that yeah, bad? They're going to be the Super Bowl? Well, they've got a lot more That's points right. than even like the Merrymen, but they've. Uh, they only have four wins. You know, they scored 61 last week and lost to the Chickens. You know, if they if they'd won that game, they'd be, well, I guess they'd still be a game back of the wild card, but they'd be playing to take the wild card lead this weekend. Yeah, yeah right now it'd be brothers, the, uh... brothers, brothers, white guys, buddies, thugs, refugees, tanks. Yeah, I don't like the Thugs' chances. The Thugs are—it's—it's—it's it's, it's odd to me that the Thugs are not the worst team in the league. There's actually three other teams worse than the Thugs. Because I look at my my roster and it is just absolutely dreadful. I have to start Terrence West and uh, and Kenneth Dixon, both the Ravens running backs, because just don't have anything. Bilal Powell is probably my MVP of the season. Uh, he was a backup I, running I, back I, for the New York Football Jets. I think you should actually feel pretty good because brothers are bad, white uh, the buddies are bad, the refugees are bad. And so let's see who else we get in the white guys, you and the tangs. You're just gonna get through that first round game because let's say Andrew Luck has a big game. Andrew Luck could carry you through three wins. Yeah, he could. He's got Dante Moncrief get... back and T. Y. Hilton and. Dwayne Allen and you get, Jack Doyle. I mean, he's got some weapons. I mean, he got a 30-point game, gets you through that first round, and then there's not going to be much in your way. So, yeah, we'll have to see. 
All right. Should I we? Think uh, find it, I think you'll find. I think you'll find it uh, exciting. All right. Well, I hope to get that number one pick and pick Deontay Foreman out of University of Texas. Remember that name. He's going to be. He's going to be a beast. I was counting right. the other day. There's there's literally 15 guys that are like you'd be happy landing at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Deontay Foreman, but as long as it's in the top five, I should get a run. I really need a running back, so I should, I should be all right. All right, let's run down to these games and, and call it a podcast. All right. We got Eaters uh, versus Thugs. No kicker for the I Thugs. I think it's – yeah, no kicker, but I think he's got some bad matchups. I think it's going to be a closer game – than we think. Let's say yeah, Michael that's Floyd. That's everybody. Real... Keep an eye out for Eddie Royal. There's no Alshon Jeffrey, so Eddie Royal is now the number one receiver in Chicago. I, I bet he gets like 10 points or something. Um, if you could get a Dwayne Allen two TV game, that would go a long ways. He's overdue for one. He's over, overdue for a two TV game. He's never had one in his career. Really? Never had one in his career. He's got right now. I say the Eaters win thirty-four twenty-eight. But hopefully, hopefully you, I'll, I'll be rooting for you hard. Oh, he has the Chargers on by, so yeah, I get a yeah, I get an outside chance. That's, that's why I need you to have a kicker. This is like the week for them to fall. <laughs> Jamison Crowder, that guy just scares me. He's he's a pretty good player. All right. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Eaters win a low-scoring game in the 30s. <clears throat> yep, they, they win Burger this game. Burger Buddies. Burger yeah. Buddies, they got old Cody Kessler out there. Um, I'm trotting out quite a bit of garbage behind Ben Roethlisberger. But I would Kendall Wright, think yes. I would... Right. Yeah, I got Kendall Wright and Marquis Lee back on the team. The boys are back together. What is this team you have out here? But it's, what's funny is Kendall Wright and, and Marquis Lee have given me points each of the last two weeks. I I picked them up and I've started them both times. They've given me two or in six each time. Thomas Rawls, oh. he hasn't played in like at all this season. You're kind of hoping he just jumps right back in the swing of things. John Brown, he's my, like... he, he Thomas Thomas Rawls is the only running back I have available because Booker's on by, Coleman's on by. And I don't know if there's anything else. I got Alex Collins, I guess. I have nothing. This is crazy. Kevin Wright's actually a little... Oh, I just realized the, uh, the, the Browns and the Steelers are playing each other this weekend, and we got Kessler and Roethlisberger here. Yeah, the Steelers are pissed. They know they have to win this game. Big Ben's going to have, I bet he's player of the week. I bet he gets uh, 28 points this week. Player of the week, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I'll take the Merryman on on Big Ben just just by himself. But, uh, yeah, that lineup. I'm going to take the buddies because I think it would just make sense for that to happen, and then Mike can rub my face in it for the next 10 months. Peter Garcon might be the new Mr. Two Points, Mr. 49 Yards Receiving. 
Pierre Desson. Oh, Jerry, just call him Jerry Porter. Just call him Jerry Porter. Mr. 51-yard Mr. receiving, because he does get the two points. Ah. So then we got uh, Lama's right. Refugees. We don't have any any lineups here. I don't think we need any lineups to call this one. Who does who do the Lama start at quarterback? Are they going to go with Derek Carr Monday night against Houston in Mexico City? Or do they go Jameis? Uh, who's Jameis got? He's playing Atlanta. Now no, Atlanta's on by. Let me get the schedule. Oh. Hang on. All right. I guess it doesn't matter that I much. Feel- but. Oh, jeez. No, it matters. Our fans want to know. Tampa Bay, Chicago. No, that was last week. Uh, Tampa Bay at Kansas City. Ugh. Yeah, they probably go Derek Carr. Yeah, I go Derek he's Carr. Playing the, and, uh, he's playing the refugees without Gronk. I don't think it matters. Yeah, no Gronk. Gronk's sitting out this week, right? Not making the trip. Cannot fly with a punctured lung. And the refugees are without a quarterback this week with Fitzpatrick being benched and Trevor Simeon being on bye and Colin Kaepernick on IR. Oof. All right, we'll give that one to the Llamas. Yeah, they go to nine that two. one up to the Llamas. Then we Orangutans have there. John is involved in two huge games this week. This is a it's kind of a game the the Bear need to steal. He's starting four. He's starting four Cowboys. That's ridiculous. He's even have the best one. One, two, three. Yeah, wow. That hasn't been done since the Beans in 1998 started. I think four or five Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I started yeah, Burnell, uh, Mark Mark Burnell, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, and Keenan McCardle, and one other guy just for the shits and giggles. I'll have to look up his name. Al Del Greco, maybe? The kicker, I think. Al Del Greco, yep. I, don't know. I, I was even in the league on, then. Um, I, 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 I was a year later. Let's see, who's the Cowboys? Yeah, I went I went 11-3 and three that year and then, and then lost in the playoffs. I'll never forget it. Uh, this is too many. I don't know who the Cowboys are playing. This is too many Cowboys. They're playing the Ravens. They're, yeah, those are low-scoring games. The Ravens play games like seventeen to six. So, uh, uh, it, it, it is in Dallas. Got so I like the, yeah, I just I I feel like with the Cowboys being at home, they're not going to have. They won't necessarily have as big a letdown after that Steelers game as if they're on the road. Tom Brady is returning to play in San Francisco for the first time, his boyhood home and his career. Yep. Very emotional for him. I, I like the bear to roll right. on this one. I'm boy. I just don't like most of the players on the on the bear. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the tanks. I think Bryant has a couple of Tom Brady's going to have four touchdowns. One of them will go to Edelman. Hilton will get a touchdown. Greg Olson will get a touchdown on Thursday night. Kyrie Santos is the best kicker in the league. He's, he's fine. We'll see, we'll Dragon see. Here's a game of the week, Dragon's Boys. This, we're finally going to start getting things sorted out in the NFC East. So the boys are down to just one kicker with Blair Walsh getting cut. He goes with Dan Carpenter. Is that or how, do you, how do you analyze that? Um, Buffalo at Cincinnati. You gotta like that matchup. I think it's probably an upgrade. 
I, I don't know how he was trotting out Blair Walsh week after week anyways. Yeah. So yeah. who's uh, here's Blair the, Walsh, the Walsh's last Here's Blair Walsh's last four games. Four points, four points, four points, two points. So it's definitely an upgrade. Yeah. The Giants have the Bears. They should be able to strafe them pretty well. I, yep. I'm going to say the big yep, boys bring like the upset. They're... I uh, I agree. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the boys as well. Yeah. Um, though what's crazy is I was looking at the numbers today because I can, I can see everyone's box scores. I, I get to, a couple of features I, I get to look at. You guys don't. And uh, okay. the Dragons have not scored fewer than 45 points. The only one time they've been below 45 and only three times below 60 all season. Wow. That's yeah, I pretty mean, good. Whoever thought Aaron Rodgers would become a dark-time quarterback? The Packers are so bad. I am so. I already texted you on Sunday once I heard the Packers are on national television again this week against the Washington Redskins. I just, I just sick of it. Why? Who cares about the Packers Redskins game in week eleven? I just, this is. They need to fuck that well, game they, out. I'm so. They, they sick of watching Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then the next television. week, Green Bay is on Monday night. Oh my God! Green Bay on Monday night. The next week, Philly. The flex the uh, Patriots Jets game out next week. Well, that's good. I don't remember who they flex in. Maybe KC Denver, I think. Yeah, yeah I think big boys. Much better game. I think big boys are going to win their sixth game in a row. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, I can't stand the Dragons. They've quickly become my least favorite team in the YFFL over over the chickens. Just can't stand them. Wow. Can't stand yeah, them. they're Yeah, they're they're pretty much neck and neck for me. I I can't stand either team. Next we got the Mallards, led by Carson Wentz this week, taking on the white guys. Ooh, Carson Wentz getting his first career start. Out in that Seattle. running back tandem of Blunt and Hill is, is suddenly really, really good. And then you got Solid Crabtree and Evans and the rest of Moncrief at utility. He always chips in with six or eight points, it feels like. Uh, I'll pick the Mallards in a landslide. Yeah, I think as long as we can get a six out of once, I think we should be able to pull it out. He definitely can't give me a zero. Um the one thing I think that's going to be really nervous heading into this home stretch here is my kicker. I dumped Gano last week because the Panthers just haven't been scoring very much. Picked up Robbie Gold because I figured, you know, the Giants are going to score a lot. And then I got looking. I wish I'd dug deeper before this, but the Giants have, I think, 20 extra points this year and 12 field goals. Only 12 field goals. I think the third fewest in the league. That's crazy. So now, it's, I have, do I start Robbie Gould of the Giants, or do I go with Will Lutz of the Saints? Yeah. I don't know. I wish Probably I wish I had a better kicker. You know me. I, I like to have a top-of-the-line kicker. I tried to get Lambeau the deadline, but Kevin wanted to hang on to him, and I'm frustrated. Yeah, and I, I, like, I like decent kickers, too. Ever since Sean Sweezum retired and uh, Josh Brown now getting – 
kicked out of the league. I just can't. I got the worst kickers in the league on both my teams. I just hate it. <laughs> There's it. nothing worse than seeing your kicker only have like two extra points and like one field goal or something. Like you like to see those eight, nine, tens every week. Yeah. Hopkins has been good for me, but I still he still misses a lot of field goals. All right, I'll take the I'll take the Mallards. Next up, we got wrap up with Huskers the, brothers. Yeah, we got the Huskers and the brothers. Jared Goff getting his first YFL start. Yeah, and the Huskers are turning their season around just in time to miss the Super Bowl playoffs. They're going to be finishing that threaded uh, seven, eight, nine, ten spot with the Beans and the Merry Men. Uh, yeah, he's Huskers are definitely headed for the I think tenth pick. He like we were we were saying the other day. He and I were talking. He's like either he peaked four weeks too early or four weeks too late. Yeah. Yeah. So I still love the pieces he has. You know, there's something he can build on with Russell Wilson, David Johnson, Latavius Murray, Randall Cobb has just been terrible this year. I don't know if he's not healthy or he's falling out of favor with Rodgers, but you got Terrell. I think, Pryor, I think he's hurt. And, Got to be hurt. Um, yeah, I'll take the Huskers. The brothers have been more competitive in recent weeks. You know, they've been actually getting out of the teens and whatnot, but they just don't have the firepower <laughs> to keep up with with the Huskers. Just not happening. Yeah, I agree. And finally, we got beans and chickens. Can Mariota spring the upset? Marcus Mariota, yeah, he has been – he's flown under the radar, I think, the last few weeks. I wish he had got player of the week this week because he was just – I think he had 20 uh, – I think he had four touchdowns at halftime of that game, and they kind of put in cruise control in the second half. I think he could have a six-touchdown game if the Packers could have kept up. Uh, he's been awesome late. Unfortunately, no one else on my team is any good and no Julio Jones this week, so I'm starting Deshaun Jackson, who sucks. Uh, Tyler Lockett, who's just like their fifth option in Seattle somehow. Mike Gillisley, because I have really no one else. Carlos Hyde, who is just going to get carries in the first quarter, then they're going to be down by 20 against the Patriots. Martellus Bennett will get have a good game for me with no Gronk. So yeah, he's going to have a good him. game. Um, Mariota, he's he's looking, he's like gets you either zero or he has a like, huge game. And Deshaun <laughs> Jackson is out. Weeks. Oh, he's been great the last few weeks, but yeah, like just historically, it seems like he either gets like zero or it's like four TDs. Yeah. But is Deshaun yeah, Jackson playing this week? 12, 12. I don't know. I I might I'll probably have to put in like Smallwood or something for him. I just put this line about here, but I don't know what what's going on with Deshaun Jackson. He might be on that cut list next year. He's just he's just not doing it for me anymore. But yeah, I'll, I'll make some adjustments to my lineup on Sunday morning. Um, yeah. So the chickens will—they should cruise. They should cruise. This is this has got sixty to forty written all over it. Yeah, they're the chickens are definitely inching closer to that first round buy, which I think is critical. I would not want to have to win two games in the NFC playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be very tough to do. Yeah, I mean, this. I mean. Drew Brees plays on Thursday night at Carolina. I could see, you know, if he's going to have a bad game this year, I don't think he's had one yet. 
But if he's going to have, he had one week too. He only had six points. If he's going to have another zero or six point week game, this is it. So we'll know Thursday night if I'm going to win this or not. If he scores 18 or more, it's over. If I, I think if yeah. I hold him to 12 or less, I got a shot. I just can't get over how good they are already. It just blows my mind. Yeah. So. So All right, you got to figure well, once once Breeze is uh you know Breeze I don't know how many more years he's gonna be able to keep this up but once he's once he's done it'll catch up with him quick because Bortles yeah. all of a sudden looks like a bust. Yeah, Bortles does look like a bust. Jacksonville, get out of that team. What a mess. All right, Steve. Just, well, just send him to London. Send him to London and let him keep him. Keep them there, yeah. All right, we won't be able to do a podcast next week because it's Thanksgiving, but we'll be back the week after. We should have a pretty good picture of what the playoffs look like and start to break down the playoff matchups, I think, heading into week 13. Yeah, uh, happy holidays to everyone. Hope everyone uh, has a good time hanging out with their family, watching some football. Yeah, the next time we talk, I'll either be really pumped or really depressed yep can't wait that's 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 that sounds about normal to us yep i know you guys wouldn't expect anything less yep all right bob all right games this week talk to you all right you too all right